Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the latest edition of the Crystal Palace Women's Show, the number one Crystal Palace Women's podcast out there. Brought to you, as always, by Eagle Eye Views, myself, Mike, and my co-host, Phil. Uh, back after a couple of weeks' absence. Uh, big question, Phil, can you hear me? Hello, young Michael. Yes, I can. How are you today? Uh, not bad. We, we've had uh, the Lurgy going around our house for the last week or so. So uh, a lot better than we, we've all been, but it's still kind of lingering, if you know what I mean. So don't quite feel quite right, but, uh, but a lot, lot better. Yourself? You know, I think I'm going down with it as well because I've been quite, I've been pretty bad today, coughing and spluttering and stuff. So <laughs> I hope it's just a 20, sometimes it's just like a short thing, but sometimes it could be a bit of a nightmare for a few days. But I'm hoping... I'm hoping it'll get you'll go quickly because I just feel a bit croaky in that. But yeah, it's that time of year, isn't it? Let's face it, it's going to happen. So might as well get it out of the way before Christmas. Yeah, that's the thing. And it is everywhere. I think ours, it went around at a wedding because like everyone at my missus works got it as well. And um, you know, start, people have Christmas parties and stuff, won't you? So yeah, it's, it is that time of year with the, with the weather dropping yeah. as well where it's been bitterly cold, isn't it, at times? And um, yeah, I always find yeah. about you. This is exciting conversation for everybody, obviously. But uh, <laughs> I always find I always find that because I, when you go from like it's freezing cold outside, and then you go indoors like work with it, and then they've got the heating on quite high, and you keep switching the body temperature. I, I find that's not good for you, personally. Yeah, I think it's right. I mean, yeah, I think um, I'm just hoping I, I I'm okay for the weekend. Obviously, we've got to go to Reading and. Try and get a result. So need to get my old singing voice going for Sunday, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Hadley Reading are playing tonight as well in the Conti Cup. So yeah, yeah. I've just seen they've gone one down at Bristol City. Yeah. yeah. So um, that's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's thirty minutes in. We're usually three or four down by now. So that's true. They're doing all right compared to how we used to do. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, it's quite good that they've got that game tonight. You know, because that's. I'd be interested to see what sort of team they've got out, but I, I, I mean, both of them are out of the comp- competition, but so it's a dead rubber. But I just wondered whether or not um, they put out a relatively strong team, which could help us a little bit, you know, an extra game for them. Yeah, 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 definitely. So uh, right, well, we are we are here to talk about uh, the FA Cup, the magic of the cup, as it were, that took place on Sunday, the third round um, after the international break. So we're now in this really crap period where there's hardly any games. So we uh, we had that we had that break after the Southampton loss. Um, we played at a weekend against Chatham in the cup at the Mighty VBS, and then uh, we've got as you say we've got Reading this weekend. We'll have a little look at that a bit later on, um, and then we don't play for a month um, until the the next round of the cup, which is on the. 14th, if I remember rightly. Um, so we'll look at that as well. So now, obviously, normally what I would do is uh, the uh, the rundown of the scores, you know, now in the, the old familiar familiar impression of the, the Paul's panel. Uh, but <laughs> I'm not going to lie, there's the whole round. I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and, and bore everyone with the whole round. Uh, every, as from memory, every championship team went through. Um, apart from Lewis, because they didn't play yet, their, their game got postponed against it, which, which is what we thought going to happen to ours. To be honest with you, um, they're playing that this weekend, um, so their their game against Blackburn's postponed. That's a bit mad to me, 
But I don't know why they couldn't have just played during the week this week or or do what we did last year where we came back early in January to play to, to play our postponed Watford Cup game. I don't know why they couldn't do that. It seems silly to postpone Black for you know, postpone the league game, which means Blackburn will now have two games in hand. Um for the cup when they could have rearranged the cup on another day. I don't know about you feel about that. I feel that's a bit stupid, really. Yeah, I mean, the fixtures are in there, aren't they? So why not make it, just put it in midweek, or as you say, do it the week before, do it on the 7th of um, January. Like, we played we played on the 6th of January against Watford last year, didn't we? Yeah. Um, and then we played Durham, like, the week like, a week later or something, so in the next round. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe they just think if they leave it till up too late, the weather might get worse in January and they might rearrange it and it'll be postponed again. So maybe they just think the cup game needs to be played so that at least they know. No, the best they could have played it this week. Or they could have played it. Could have done. You know, yeah, they could have played it this week, couldn't they? But hey ho. Blackburn are, Blackburn are playing in the, in the Conti Cup tonight. So that's probably why they didn't want to rearrange two. They didn't want to rearrange another cup game for a cup yeah, game. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't Blackburn, was it? It was Lewis. And oh, well, they're not playing away at Blackburn. It was Lewis was playing Blackburn. What, oh, what I mean is, yeah, it was Lewis away to Ipswich. Oh right, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. I see what you mean. So Lewis, Lewis were already out yeah. of the cup in our group. Yes, of course. Yeah. So I, don't, I just wonder. Yeah, it's odd, isn't they it? Vote, they voted but Ipswich got floodlights. I mean, they must have floodlights. <laughs> That Felix Bow ground must have floodlights, mustn't it? So yeah, I don't know. Could be. It's an odd one, it's isn't it? Why would play midweek? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a strange one. That I don't understand it, but yeah, really odd. No. So um, yeah, right. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So every championship team's gone through. Um, now I say with ourselves, we got drawn at home, uh, which was the first positive, um, and we got drawn against Chatham. And for Chatham, it was they had, they're in the Tibulos, they're in the uh, Southern Premier, um, but they haven't won a game yet this season. They're second bottom. I think they're on four points, possibly. Um, I know London Bees are having a horrendous. They're they're well in trouble that club. Um, they're bottom, but yeah. So you know, a proper cup tie. As I'd say, that's what, what you always want, isn't it? I mean, you look at the men's, we've got Everton in the third round. I mean, who cares? It's boring, isn't it? We played them twice in the league. You know, my favourite my favorite yeah. round of the cup was Pardew's first game when we were third, third round, I waited over. Over, yeah. That's over, the yeah. cup tie. That is what the third round should be all about. And I, I, I always, I, I said for ages that I think it should be kind of mandated that when you get to the third round, you take the like the lowest six clubs at a minimum uh, ranked ranked teams in the tournament get drawn against United, City, Arsenal, Chelsea, Liverpool. You know they get those ties um, because I think you know that, that's what what you know that, that's what they're looking for. So you get to the third round. That's what those kind of clubs are looking for. They're looking for that 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 game against those massive teams. Big payday, big moment for their players, for their fans. You know, and it must be so crap when you've gone through. Some of these teams have gone through like five, six rounds to get to the third round, and then you get drawn away to, you know, Plymouth in a championship or something like that. And you just think it's just do you know what I mean? It's 
it's just disappointing, isn't it? I, I know last season the the Hart was it last season the Hartlepool fans were gutted when they drew us away because yeah. you know, and I get it, I get it because we are not the glam Premier League tie. We're not. So I completely understand why they were. I mean, we were happy, but I can understand why they were disappointed with it. You know, so I, I think it should be put in that to say the bottom, or even if you play all the bottom twenty, you know, the lowest twenty ranked teams all play, all get drawn against the Premier League, something like that. I, I just think that could be one way of doing it, where those those teams get, or like you can opt into that or something, you know, where you know you they get guaranteed that that kind of that major tie. I I just think that's how it should be. Um, don't any thought, any thoughts on that before before I move on and just waffling on about time. Well, I, I mean, I, I can understand the thinking behind it. I mean, my view would be that if when the the draw should just be made as a normal draw, I think. But if there's a team, um, if there if there's two teams pulled out that are not in the same division, even even if the higher division teams pulled out first, the game should be in the third round. The game should be played at the lower team. Um, if they're both in the same division, then they play. They they should be pulled. You know, whoever's pulled out first plays at home. But if 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 it's um if it's two teams that are in different divisions, I think irrespective of who's pulled out the hat first out of those two, I think the lower team in the third round should automatically get a home game because you know that's the, that's the whole point about the FA Cup giving those chances for those teams to play at home against someone. I mean, they might not be playing one of the giants, but they might be. You know, it's still a home game for them. It just adds a little bit of interest, you know, and I just think. That would make sense, but um, uh, that would that would be as far as I would go, and it would only be for that third round draw when everyone's in, um, when all the other clubs are, are joined. I think that would be the only time I'd do it. But I mean, I just think that you know, if you're not going to have replays anymore, and you're not going to give them that opportunity to, to you know, to to, to play those games at home um, potentially in a replay, I would um, I, I would say that the the, the lower team. Should always be should always play at home in the third round. Or, That's or just pick my view. Where they but... want to play because for some of them, like, they would rather yeah. play at Old Trafford, wouldn't they? Because you'll get more. Yeah, you get more Seven, than seventy-five thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, no, I agree. Something like that. But I just think yeah, they, it certainly could. They, they they could be a little bit more thinking around it. But I think the draw has to be an open draw. I don't think we should have teams playing against a certain group. Yeah. Um, of teams, I think it should just be open draw. But I do think there should be some thinking around who plays at home, and you know, just it's just you know, it's the magic of the cup, isn't it? You know, you just want those opportunities really where teams can have that chance of. You know, when I mean, I know it's only Coventry, but when Sutton United beat Coventry in '87 or '88 or whenever it was, that was huge. You know, that story was just like front page news. You know, yeah. I mean, I think I don't know if Coventry were the cup holders then because they did win it. I'm not sure if they were the cup holders, but they certainly or, or did they lose to Tottenham? Uh, they certainly were one of the teams that got to a final recent in recent years and then they go they go and lose to Sutton, you know, and it was massive. And you want to you that's what it's all about for me, you know. That's what that's what the cup's oh, yeah. all about. I, so, remember, I still remember yeah. Justin Field getting to the semi finals. Oh my God, they were so unlucky yeah, as well. Yeah. They should have won it. They should have won it. It was unbelievable. Yeah. Um that's when that Kevin Davis, he used to, he went to, on to play for Bolton, yeah. I think. And he was playing for Chesterfield and he was just brilliant. And I was thinking, oh my God, someone's going to snap him up. You know, he just looks so good. And then next minute he's signed for Bolton <laughs> and he's, he's playing, he's scoring loads of goals for them. But yeah, it was, um, 
Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, three-three draw. But yeah, I think um, yeah, there's, there there could be some some thinking around it. Just, I mean, they're making changes to it, aren't they, by not having replays and stuff. So why not look at other things at the yeah. same time? Yeah, absolutely. So kind of bring it back to us. So you know, for us, for me, getting Chatham. I know it's only like the tier below, but more of a much more of a proper cup tie um, than getting you know, like, like I mean, last year, you know, we got Watford. I know they were in the same division. We played them in the league the year before, you know, the year before, and that. I don't know, this just felt different. Um, now I have discovered because today I sat down and updated all my stats, um, stats records that I keep, mm-hmm. and uh, I've discovered that uh, there's no real. I mean, I know there'll be some sites that have it, but like, it's trying to look at like what the lineup was. What the, I don't know what the lineup was, but like, I, I keep a record of the, the lineup, the subs. Um, who came on for who? So in what order? I know that's, there's no real point to it, but I just do it. It's just a thing. Um, but like, so if I need, if someone wanted to know, like who came, who got subbed on for whom in that game, I could tell you. You know, I keep that kind of record. Um, and obviously, they're trying to keep like the now this season, I'm keeping this the record of the assists and stuff like that. But the uh, the Sky app had if if you, when you clicked on any of the res, any of the results from the FA Cup. It had no details about the lineups or anything like that, um, which doesn't surprise me. Um, but the Palace app, when you go on the match centre, um, so it's got the game there, the 6 0, but then when you actually click on the match centre, it has no information for the lineups, no information for the events of the game, nothing. I just think that's lazy from the, from the, from the, from the club, um, yeah. you know, because that's. Key information that they won't have at the end of the season. Now I know how like the annual gets compiled, like the information in that. Someone's going to provide the information, and it will it will be missing potentially the FA Cup information because no one's bothered recording it. So you know, but I, apart from me, I yeah. have. Um, but yeah, yeah. So I discovered that it's a little a little flaw, something where there's just just do your job and just <laughs> you know. Update the if you the the information on there. Um, I'd use the uh, yeah. I'm, I'm assuming it's updated for the men's team. So well, why exactly, we, I can't imagine. Pretty much yeah. the third round. Can you imagine? I can't imagine that after we play Everton and probably inevitably lose to them. Can't imagine that if you go on the match centre, there's like no information about the lineup or anything like that. Of course, it's going to have. Um, yeah. So this should be the same. Um, but yeah, so I discovered that. But hey ho, I managed to do the stats. So uh, I had to go back through the videos to identify um, the who got the assists. I've probably, I've, yeah. I've probably been a little bit generous with, for Le- with Lexi, and I've given her two. Oh, she definitely, assist- she definitely assisted Molly's though, didn't she? Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. It's uh, the first one. Yeah, yeah, the first one. It's yeah. um, I've she's technically assisted by the Hugheses. You could argue. Right. Oh, is that the one? Is that the one when the ball ran through to Hughesy and she smashed it from quite close? Yeah, because you, you yeah. because you it could looked, argue it like that it, she plays it through to Hughesy. It looked like she miscontrolled yeah, it to me, more but, likely, yeah. but I was being generous. <laughs> um, so I've given it. I've given it to her. Yeah. Um, right. Oh, fair. Well, we did have the last. I think she had the final touch before Hughesy scored. So technically, I suppose it is an assist. Technically, uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, what it is now I'll, I'll give it to her so uh, oh good she deserves it she played really well right so let's not get out of ourselves because they're line-ups yet so 
So, uh, <laughs> so I line up for the game. Now, the Chatham had an ex-Palace player in Grace Coombs. Um, she was only with us with one, for one season, which was uh, two seasons ago. Uh, and I just remember uh, getting sent off again at home to Coventry when it was nil-nil. We ended up losing 1-0 in a game that we were absolutely dominating. Yeah. She got sent off right at the start of the second half. Remember it. Remember it well, unfortunately. I watched it yeah. from a hotel room in <laughs> yeah. New York. And uh, oh. on my phone. Very fancy. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so, yeah, she, she lined up. She was in the chat and lined up. So, for ourselves, we started with Demi Lamborn in goal. I mean, I bet you can guess the formation. 4-3-3. It doesn't change. Uh, so, Demi Lamborn was in goal. Uh, then it was a very familiar back four. That's been that's been our most successful this season. So Kirsten Riley at right back, uh, Amy Everett at centre back with Hayley Nolan alongside her, and then Fliss at left back. Then the midfield you had Chloe Arthur in the holding role. Um, then Lexi just in front of her, and then Sinead as our midfield three. Then up front you had uh, Araya on the right and Moles on the left with Husey down the centre. Um, so a strong lineup for us. Um, which which was really nice actually, um, because it, you know it's a big gamble. I think sometimes you, you know if you change the whole team, uh, you know it, it can work, but at the same time you just want you know it's just a cup. Let's just, just, let's just go. For, we, we're only playing a handful of games now. Um, you know, let's let's get let's, let's just go for it, and that's what we did. So that was the lineup, um, and. A couple of noticeable things on the bench. So there's no Philbs at all in the squad. Um, I know she was injured. Did she go to, 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 with Wales in the end? I can't remember. I don't I can't if she did or not. Because um, I know she was injured. I can't remember. She was injured with us beforehand. Yeah. So possibly not. She definitely she definitely wasn't on the bench for the last Wales right, game. Yeah. So, so I think, yeah. But injury yeah. then there. So, so there's no Philbs. Um, but there was... Uh, Lucy Watson was back on the bench. Um after her hamstring injury. Kira Barry was on the bench for the very first time this season, um, having joined us on loan from United. And uh, a very welcome sight to see of uh, Annabelle Blanchard back on the bench as well, after missing the last few games of injury. And there's no Polly Doran. She's also, she's got a knock at the moment. Um, but it was, a, it was a strong lineup and a strong, a, a reasonably strong bench as well. So, um, and uh, Phil, I'll, I'll hand over to yourself as always to uh, give your views on the game first. Well, first of all, I just got to say, you know, well done to Chatham for getting that far, and for you know, it was actually, I know we, I, I know, I know we won, we won six nil, but I thought they actually played quite well at, in spells. You know, I think, I think we were just obviously we were quite clinical when when we, you know, when they they didn't really put us under pressure at all at the back, but. Some of their play was quite tidy and they've got a little bit of pace in that team and they're well organised. They didn't make it particularly easy for us. We had to work hard to get that win. And so I just and I thought their keeper did really well, made a couple of very good saves, especially in the first half. And um so I think that, you know, credit to them really, first of all. I think, you know, they did they did a really I think they did a really good job. And I think that you could argue the scoreline was a little bit harsh, really, because you know, most of what we what most of our attempts on goal ended up going in the net, really, I suppose. But um, we had a couple that just went wide. Alexi had a shot that just skimmed past the post. But um, And then I think Sinead in, in the first half had one that just sort of went over the bar. But most of our 
most of our chances ended up in the back of the net. We're quite clinical. When you've got Hughesy up front, you know, there's a good chance it's going to end up in the net the way she's playing at the moment. So, so I thought they, I thought, you know, the first thing I've got to say is about Chatham. I thought they did really well. Um, the pitch was a bit sticky, you know, the game before, you know, the game, the Sutton men's game the day before was postponed. So the, the conditions weren't perfect. It was quite a sticky sort of wet, soggy pitch. Um, and um, yeah, I thought, you know, I thought we played quite well, really. I mean, it was, you know, we did the job, didn't we? We got, we got it done and um, we were able to bring on some subs um, to give players a, a game um, that have been coming back from injury, which is always good. Um, and that included Annabelle, Izzy, um, Lucy Watson and Kira Barry, who unfortunately then went off after she scored. So um, it was really good to give them a run out, though. And I don't know how serious uh, Kira's injury is. I hope it's not too serious. She's just come back from a long injury. The worst thing is to get another bad one. So I'm hoping if she just went off as a precaution and actually she's not too bad. I haven't seen her in any of the training photos, though, which is not which is not a great you know, it's not always a good sign, is it? So, um, but I just hope she's okay. And uh, yeah, no, I thought I thought we did all right, really. I thought we did what we had to do. You know, um, I was I was surprised. Well, I was not surprised. I wasn't surprised, but I, I was just a bit disappointed that there wasn't a bigger attendance there. I thought, you know, this is the FA Cup. You know, we should be getting more people down there for this. Um, I know it isn't part of the season ticket, and you have to pay extra. But if you're a member or season ticket holder, the men it's only a fiver. So. You know, it's not expensive. And so a little bit disappointed with the attendance. You know, there wasn't that many people there. I don't know what the official figure was, but I'd imagine two, 200, maybe 250. Um, but as, as the performance on the pitch, I thought we played well. Um, fantastic first goal for Molly Sharp. You know, really great finish from her. Um, and Husey from close range got the second. I'm just trying to think. I haven't got the goals up in front of me. I'm just trying to think of them all now. Um, and then um, I think Husey then got the next one, <laughs> which uh, which was again in in front of us. Um, and then, if I remember correctly, that's for I think then Annabelle sort of brilliant finish, great pull back from Lucy Watson. Annabelle slid in, almost slid the ball into the net um, on the stretch with her right leg, and um, went into the top corner. And then. Um, uh, the final goal. Oh, Kira Barry, I've missed, of course. She ran through one-on-one uh, -on -one with the keeper and slid it in. And then the final goal, I think, was it the final goal that was Hughes's? Or I can't remember the order now. You're going to go through it probably. But I thought um, I thought Hughesy was just, you know, she deserved that hat-trick. She's such a great player. I can't believe she's only 22. She plays like an experienced pro. Her positioning and body strength and technique, everything about her is just like, Wow centre forward, a dream centre forward, isn't she? I've, you know, she was always brilliantly technically and I always thought we looked a better player, when she, a better team when she was playing up front for us. Um, uh, and um, the only thing that was lacking really was the goals, the number of goals. I mean, she still was our top goal scorer last season, but she didn't get anywhere near the number she probably should have done for the quality she gives uh, to the team. So I just thought it was great for her to get another hat trick, you know. I mean, where's she going to keep all these match balls? I mean, it's, you know, it's getting a bit ridiculous now, isn't it? But yeah, she's just fantastic, is Husey. Um, uh, her first hat trick was away at Blackburn, I think, last season. I think that's probably her. Is it her third or fourth? It's probably her third. I think it was her second hat trick of the season. So um, brilliant, 
yeah, I, I mean, you know, what can you do? I, I just think we did, did the job really well. We looked professional. We took it seriously. Great to bring some players on to give them a run out. Um, and, you know, we were singing, weren't we? When Amy goes up to lift the FA Cup, we'll be there. I can't wait for that day. <laughs> You've got a dream, haven't you? You've got a dream. What it's all about. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think as soon as so, the first goal went in, we were singing Wembley, weren't we? So. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> you got to get a bit excited, haven't you, when they, when these things happen? But, exactly. Yeah, you so, Oh, what have we got lost you? Oh, I'm back. I'm sorry. Like, I thought, you back. Yeah, sorry. I think I pressed something by mistake and I thought I'd I thought I'd left I've left I thought I'd left, but I'm still there. Um yeah, no, it was great. And I thought um I thought every, every when the players I thought you know, just having that quality coming on, I mean, off the bench. They must have they must have looked over to the bench thinking, Oh my god, Annabelle Blanchard's coming on, Lucy Watson's coming on, Isabel Sibley's coming on, Kira Barry's coming on. <laughs> you know. Um and they must be, I mean, if you know, they, they would have, I mean, they, I mean it, it just gives you such an edge, doesn't it, when you've got that quality to come on when the other team's getting tired. But to be honest, I was really surprised and, and impressed with um, Chatham's fitness levels, you know, because they didn't, they, they kept, they were still looking strong at the end of that game. And that pitch was quite, it was hard work playing on that pitch, you know, it was a really sticky pitch. So I, I think, I think, you know, not only did they play well in parts, and they had some good players out there. Chatham, I was impressed with a couple of their players. They had a lot of pace, you know, um, and um, and they they didn't give us a lot of space, especially in the first half. And um, now, you know, I think it I think it was impressive from them. And they, I'm going to keep an eye out for their results. I cannot believe they haven't won a, a game in the league this season. They they looked decent to me, but they were lacking up front. They didn't look like they were going to score. Maybe that's the reason. Yeah. Yeah. I think it helped that they they subbed off half their team. I think they they made two or three changes at half time. Yeah. Um. In terms of the fitness and stuff, but but yeah, yeah. No, I agree. What did you make of it then, Mike? Yeah. Do you know what? They were just to clear, clear up a couple of bits. Just first of all, that you you mentioned the uh, in terms of Kira Barry, from what I'm aware of, I believe it's possibly a hamstring injury. Um, which is the same issue Lucy Watson had a few weeks ago. And I think that, unfortunately, is part of having been out for, you know, she was out with a long-term injury, joined us on loan and got injured on the same injury within, like, the first day or two of being here and was in, has then been out again. So I think that's the problem, isn't it? When you've been out on long-term injuries, well, we used to see it with Johnny Williams, didn't we? Um it can really take its toll on the body when you're trying to come back and you can end up aggravating something else um, whilst your body's adapting and getting back into it and, you know, if your shape's changed while you're out or whatever. Do you know what I mean? So, um, from what I've heard of that, the and the, the, the goal order uh, was uh, Moles, Husey, Husey, Kira, Husey, Annabelle. Uh, that was the goal order. Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, um, but you know, do you know what, right? There was there's some comments in the stand saying that we played poorly and comparing a game to the Lewis uh, Conti Cup game, and, and I don't agree with it. I don't agree with that. I'll be honest with you. You know, I think you've got to, you've got to take you've got to take things on face value, but you've got to these kind of games you've got to go in, within with into them with understanding. 
Because, yes, we're playing a team that's in the tier below us. And, yes, they haven't won a game this season. But the thing is, again, with the magic of the cup, and as we've known over the years, you know, we, how many how many times have we seen Premier League opposition get knocked out by League One, League Two, non-league? Yeah, it happens often, you know. And I, I, I for me, you know, you got to look at it. That was that was their cup final. Not to sound arrogant, but that was their cup. You know, they've got the FA Cup third round. They're playing a Championship team that's in the top four in the league at the moment. That's got half, you know, the mid, how mid we've we've got the like the entire England under nineteens midfield pretty much. I say not the entire, but a fair chunk of the England under nineteens midfield in our lineup, in our squad. You know, um, they they were always going to play above what that their levels of what they would do in the league. Sometimes in these games when you play these teams, you hammer them. It's just an e- it's just easy. You walk all over them and you absolutely hammer them. And in other ones. You're in a 90 minute absolute scrap, you know, or you play, or you're just easily comfortably beaten by them because they're just flying. It, it can go any which way, you know. And when, when you when you look at recent performances for ourselves, you know, we we we've we've covered it on the pod. We've been getting results, but we haven't necessarily been putting in great performances. You know, we said the Watford performance in the cup was a poor performance. We've ended up winning three 0 um, so, you know, when you take that into account, say, the, the fact that Palace or Charity FC, as we like to call it, the whole club in general, like the men's especially, you know, a, a team coming along that's not won all season, that we're, that's we're rubbing our hands together. Ooh, we can give them a win here. Just, do you know what I mean? You add that in. Then you add in the weather. As you know, as you, as you mentioned, the day before the men's Sutton game was called off, um, from what we were told when we got there, if it had rained heavy in the morning on the Sunday, our game would have been called off. It was raining when we arrived. It was raining for most of the, the game. And you could see the whole centre of the pitch from the penalty spot, from penalty to spot to penalty spot, was just a dirt track, wasn't it? Like Either side of it, when you got the ball out wide, it, it the ball moved fine. But when you got through the middle, it, it, it slowed down a hell of a lot. And, yet, and, I, and I think that played a part because we did... There were times where our passes were a bit heavy um, or a bit wayward. Um, and I know there's a few grumbles and stuff. But I think the problem was, because was we, we like to move the ball a lot and move our positioning and we'll, we'll cut across. And, you know, so someone will start on the left and they'll cut across half the pitch to move it out to the right in the change, that kind of thing. It's how we play. But the thing is, when you start with a ball out, out wide, the ball's moving quite well. So, you know, a, a lighter touch is all that's needed. But then when you cut across the middle, you have to use the heavier touch on the ball to keep it moving. And if you pass it off when you're there, you've got to put more on it because that ball ain't going to move as much. And then you suddenly come out the other side, on the right-hand side, and the ball's moving again. And I think sometimes I, I felt we just, we weren't able to adjust quick enough where we've had to go, we've gone from reasonable to boggy to reasonable again. And have perhaps put, the heavy touch that's required on the boggy part of it, but it's been put on when we've just got out of that into the reasonable part. But that's how I felt. But, you know, so when you add all those factors together, it's got, it had all the potential to be a real banana skin for us, you know, and we, we've gone out there. They, Chatham started on the front foot. I mean, God, every, every team, every game we've played this season, the first 10 minutes, we're normally on the back foot. I think it's just, it's just what we do. You know, Chatham started lively. They were going to, they're going to come out of it and they're going to go at us because they they know 
and we said at the time that for a lot, they're a part-time team. For a lot of low-level league teams, especially part-time teams, you tire after. We used to see it every week with Palace. It used to happen in the league. You know, we we would we go out and we'd compete in a game for an hour, and then we'd end up losing. You know, sometimes heavily because you, your legs tire. Um, because you know when you when you're working full time, then you, and then you're training on top of that, and then you've got the games and stuff. It's knackering. So they knew that if they're going to have their chance in the game, they've got to do it early. So they, they they started brightly. But the reality is, I, I don't really remember Demi Lambert making a save. I mean, I can't look at the stats because no one's no one's bothered keeping them. But I, I, I can't I can't remember uh, Demi making a save in the whole game. So their their bright spell at the start, I think it might be the ball went across the box, maybe, but um, didn't really create anything, you know. And then we got ourselves one up, and it was, and as you say, a fantastic strike from Moles. Probably one of the probably one of the best hit goals I think she scored for us. Um, you know, she scored quite a few, but I, I don't remember her hitting many better than that. Um, top bin strike, layoff from Lexi. Um, yeah, you know, we got one up. That's after 13 minutes. And I, that, that for me was big because the longer you go in those games, and I know like Charlton were nil-nil at half-time away at the ball, they've ended up winning 6-0. But, you know, the longer it goes in those games where Chatham are in it, they'll fancy their chances and their confidence will build. Um, and, you know, so we got the goal early. And then it kind of, it was... We were having chances, as you say, Sinead had one up one over the bar and we had a load of corners. Um and we, and but it looked like perhaps I'm not gonna add to it. And then it was a, a great ball across from Kirsten Riley. Moles heads it back, and the connection that's building up between Moles and, and Husey, I think, is really, really important this season. Um and Moles heads it back and there's Husey doing what she does, finishes and it in the box, and it's two nil. And you can argue we should have gone in at half-time at least 3-0. I mean, Araya had suddenly had two great chances. One, the second one more so, where she's basically, from, our, from what we can see on our end, clean for a goal with all the time in the world and she hits it straight at the keeper. Um, and it's weird because she's got, she's got three really good, I mean, one of them is an absolute belter, but she's got really, three really good goals this season, Araya. Um, but at the same time, there's, there's some really great chances. And that's, you can see that age, you know, when she's 17 and some she has moments where she's absolutely on fire and just tearing teams apart, and others where it's not quite clicking yet. And you can see that's where she's still learning. But she should have made it three 0 with four half time, you know. Um, but we're going at two nil. Um, chat and make the changes, and they come out the second half, and it takes a little bit of time because chat, you know, at two nil, they they'll be thinking they're, they're still in it, they're still in with a chance. Um, if they can nick one, you never know. We get panicky, and then thankfully, once the we started making the changes, and once the third goal went in, Husey, um, it was that was the one where I think it's Amy ends up going for like, for a run into the box, um, and plays it into Lexi, and then Lexi just about gets it through to Husey, who puts it home, and it's it's three nil. When at three nil, that was chap and done. You know, and that's what we've done a lot. We then did what we've done to a, lot, a few teams this season at the VBS. And we've just, we've then just squeezed, didn't we? And we just killed them off. And it was then just like, it was just good football. Our goals were, there's nothing scrappy about them. They were good, good footballing goals. You know, and, you know, Kira, Kira and um, and Lucy came on for Moles and uh, Araya to switch the two wingers up. 
Um, and then Annabelle came on for Sinead, um, and Sibs came on for Fliss and went to left back randomly. Um, and it, but she ended up switching to right wing when and Kira went off injured. Um, but again, it was great, great bit of play, and Annabelle just slots the ball through for Kira, and she she tucks it home, and unfortunately, then he picks up the knock. And but we did have the had the fun of I just me being me. For some reason, I had to. I, Kira Barry, and all, I can, all I'm thinking of is Gavin and Stacey. Barry! <laughs> I just start randomly <laughs> saying it and shouting it. And then other people around me start randomly doing it. Then I'm doing me Nessa impressions. Oh, Kira! You know, and, I, <laughs> and, she, went off, and she went off injured. Um, but, you know, oh, that, okay. that's, that's, that's 4-0. And then it was a uh, great play put out wide to Sibs. Sibs puts a great ball in for Husey to finish it for five. Um, and then... The sixth goal was Hayley Nolan, who I, I always joke. I, I stand there every now and then. I say something. I've got like, like Bradders next to me. And I'm like, Hayley's got bored. But she just she suddenly goes on this run. She just suddenly take the ball and just run halfway to the edge, you know, to the edge of the opposition box. Um, and she did. This was another one where she's she's run down the left hand side, laid it off to Lucy, and then Lucy shares the ball. She's got two defenders on her, and goes to go one way and just turns and goes towards the byline instead, leaves both defenders standing and she hits the ball the ball hard across and Annabelle kind of lunges, puts a foot out and it goes top in top corner, you know. And it was but all the pace had been all the power and pace of the ball was put on it by Lucy, but low. So that all Annabelle had to do was put the connection on it. You know, she had to reach to do that, but she didn't have to worry about them putting the power in. It's just another great goal. And it was as I say, it was six really well Work really well worked and well taken goals, um, and I think we had another couple. We had a couple, you know, so Lexi put one just wide of the post, and and in the end, you know, we've won six nil, and we're in. The, we've got into the next round of the of the cup, and it was a a good performance, efficient performance against a team that were always going to work hard and scrap. Pretty much, you know, you look at us the day before. I mean, in the end, we actually played really well against Liverpool, but you know that that that's the kind of game where we were going to be doing that, where you put men behind the ball and. You know, you, you you battle and you work. Chatham were going to do the same thing, you know. So, to come out of that, one, we've got a clean sheet, which we haven't had many of this season. Six goals. Um, you know, it, it'll be a great boost. I mean, hopefully, Kira's not out for too long. Um, but it'll be, still be a great moment for her that she's come in and she's got a goal. Um, you know, for Lucy, getting the first assist, getting the assist because that's, the, that's probably the first time that she's been able to be really effective in in her subs appearances that she's had. Um, so that would have been good for her. Some more minutes in the legs of Sibs. Um, you know, so I, it was, I, for me, I, I, was, I was really pleased with it. So it's one of those, it could have gone horrendously, you know, horrendously wrong. Um, and we, in the end, we did everything right. Yes, was it hard work at times? Yes, it was. That's, that's, but then you'd expect that. Um, I don't think anyone coasted, you know, in, you know, for, for 90 minutes. Um, so no, I was, I was really pleased with it. And for me, I thought it's hard because he, like I said, I'm mad because Hughes scored another hat-trick. Uh, but for me, I thought Lexi Potter was playing the match. I thought she was absolutely outstanding. And I think we're starting to see uh, that where she's playing more and more games, where we've had some injuries and stuff, I think we're starting to see the, that that Chelsea talented England under-19s player there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I agree with you about Lexi. I think she was the player of the match and thought she was exceptional. What what really impresses me is that is her work off the ball to win it back. 
And um, and then when she gets it, she's got that burst of pace that gets past pad players. She creates space by by using that that first couple of yards of pace that she's got. Um, and um, she's a real driving midfielder, you know. And uh, yeah, really really impressed. And you know, when you think of the young players like Shauna, Araya, Kira, you know, um, that England have got at that level. I mean, it's, it's exceptional, really. We're just lucky to have them. I mean, we're all at our club for, at the moment, you know. Um, and um, yeah, it's great. I know, I know, three of the four are on loan from from other clubs, but it's just great to have them. And uh, now I thought she was exceptional, absolutely brilliant. Um, I, I was, I was impressed with the concentration. You know, we, you know, we didn't really look like conceding a goal, and that was because we were you know we didn't we didn't take our mind off the game even though when we were four five six up we kept kept the concentration that's really good to see and we took it very seriously like you'd hope because of course you know a lot of uh, once a game starts if you're complacent at the beginning of a game then it's difficult to get out of that mentality you know once the game's going and you get these cup upsets sometimes when possibly some teams think it think it's going to be a, a, an easy game and it's not. And teams put a lot of effort in. You know, they've got to work hard if they're in the league below. They know that. So there's certainly been no complacency from Chatham. And we had to make sure we matched that energy that they had. And we did, I thought, really well. Um, so, you know, all credit to Laura and the, and the staff behind the scenes for making sure we were focused and ready for that game. Because... Um, it's really important, you know, that we do that, that we took it seriously. Um, with the pitch, I think you're right. I think some of the areas of the pitch were better than others, so it's really difficult to work out as you're playing and you're running through. And, and I've always thought that when you're playing on the pitch, it's sort of got a lot of surface water, and it's like the ball moves at different speeds in different parts of it. You've got to play the ball to feet because if you're knocking it three yards in front for someone to run onto, that's where it runs out of play because you've got to get it absolutely spot on, and it's difficult to gauge that when you, when the pitch is playing differently at different in different places. So we, you know, and I thought we did that well. We we, gen, we generally played the ball to feet, good movement. And um, yeah, it was impressive. I thought we played well, and uh, we haven't actually been playing that well in quite a few games. You know, we've been in and out of games a little bit, and there's been spells where we've not played as well as we have been. And um, I thought overall that was a very consistent ninety minutes. I don't think there was a time where we looked under pressure. Um, I thought we played well. I thought we looked good off the ball. The shape was good, and. Um, yeah, I was I was really impressed. Yeah, and I, I yeah, Lexi was outstanding actually. I mean, give, give, given a, a few run, a run of games now, she's really showing what she can do, and she's a great player. So yeah, I mean, it'll be very difficult for her not to be a start in the starting eleven now. She's 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 played her way into the into the first team, I think. Um, so yeah, it's it's good, and um, you know, I think. Uh, be interested to know if we get anyone in in January, of course, because we still have got these niggling injuries. You know, Polly's out now. You know, Philbs is out. It isn't the good, biggest squad. We've got some real quality in the squad. I think the quality's there, but the numbers maybe we might be struggling a bit if we get a few more injuries. You know, um, the good thing is we've got a bit of a break, haven't we? I mean, it's, I say good. It's not for us because we want to play season. We want to be going to matches. So, but it's good for the club to have that break to sort of recover from these some of these injuries, especially if they're if they're sort of. I think Shauna's is just a little niggle, so I don't think she's going to be out for too long. Hopefully, but um, maybe having these few weeks now after red after the Reading game will just give us that little bit of time to get everyone back. But 
um, is encouraging, you know. It's so it's such a it's such an exciting season. I still can't believe how many goals we've scored. But it's just um I mean I you know, I've been going to watch the men since nineteen seventy five and I've I've never felt as excited as I do going to watch the women this season. I really look forward to the weekends for the women women's games. Um and even when we finished third in ninety one, you know, and I never really got that excited, really. Um Obviously, you look forward to big to the big games and everything, but all the games this season, I've really looked forward to the women. And it's just because it's so entertaining, so good. It's just such a good laugh. We've got a great group of people. The whole thing, the ground's great for us at Sutton. They treated us brilliantly. The whole thing together is just making it a really enjoyable experience. And so it's, it's great. You know, long may it continue. But yeah, I, I look forward so much more to the women's games at the weekend than I do watching the men at the moment. I don't know if you feel that way as well. A hundred percent. I mean, I've I found it hard to even muster the 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 botherness to go to the men's this season. To be honest with you, <laughs> yes. Um, and I've never yeah. I've never been like that. There's, as I said to you in the car the other day, there was a time where you know if I, if I if my leg fell off, I'd be gluing it back on to get myself down to sell us. You know, I was just like the thought of missing any game was like. Someone was going to shut my oxygen off for a day. It was just mad. Yeah, <laughs> I was a bit older, and I don't know, such a, the whole day is so much longer. Going to sell us the, the journey, you've got to get there early at the park, and I don't know. The, the food's frustrating. I, the, and then I, I just, as I said before, I, I for me, the board have, have killed the hope on the men's side of it because you can you can see that there isn't the ambition in the board to do anything more than survive. Um, with 12th, you know, and that's kind of killed it for me a little bit because you've you got to have a little bit of hope, a little cup run, you know, perhaps can we get in the top 10, not not can we just, you know, keep the same two old men as right backs for, for eternity and, you know, I just, so yeah, so yeah, I, but I love it, as you say, with the women's game, I mean, it's, we're part of something, that's what I love about it is, you know, I mean, this season it's been great because we've had, you know, we've had years of, watching some poor games and, you know, some heavy defeats and a lot of defeats. And um, so in terms of that, it's been incredibly exciting this year. Uh, but just in general, like what we've grown as our little group and that there, you know, when, when I think of it, when I first started going um, and what it is now, and that little group has, has grown um, and, you know, we're, the noise we're making is fantastic. It's great fun and come up with the different songs. And, and what I really liked was that it was spreading a little bit. I mentioned in the last pod about how we, um, a few of the different mums had come up to us and were about the the, the, the songs and everything at the Watford Cup game and, and praising it. Um, but what I really liked was that on, on, on Sunday, because at our stand, it's divided. So it's half terrace, half seating. And... Um, I like the fact that you actually had people in the seating end wanting to join in. So we were getting, you know, we're the right side, we're the left side, that kind of thing. And, you know, we're like, left side gives a song and then have a song. And it was great. I love that. <laughs> that because that, that yeah. that, that's what we want. That's That, for me, was a real kind of breath of fresh air. Because I, I said before on the pod a few months ago that I, I wondered whether we're like Marmite in the women's game because it's not, like the singing culture isn't isn't massive in the women's game. That we, we think it's huge to us, 
Um, and I, but I always wonder whether there's some people who will love that we bring all the all the singing and the banter and everything at the games, but whether there's also a chunk as we saw the Blackburn game with the girls screaming at us to shut up and all that kind of thing. Whether there was people, some who hate the fact that we do it, um, you know. So, but it's, it was really nice that, as I say, we had those comments recently, and that we could see that there was that there was people in the seating area who wanted to be to join in as well and have a bit of fun with it and, and be a part of it. And that's great because that's that that you know. So, really warm the warm the warm the cockles, as it were, to, to to see that you know because it just for me just felt like you know we're actually we we are inspiring something maybe a little bit here and you know that's that's that for me was, was huge um so no I, I i absolutely love it love it much more than you know as you say it's so much more exciting and it's just just everything as you say we've been so made so welcome at the vbs and so just our group that's grown because we're, we're you know when you look at the, those of us there we're all completely different people from all completely different backgrounds and walks of life and but we all come together on a match day with the same purpose and the same passion, and, and it just works. Yeah, you, know, I mean, you can start a song and know that everyone's going to have your back or have a chuckle about it, but one of the two. But there's a few Kira, but do you know what I mean? It's um, you know, I, I, I love it. I just wanted yeah, to but... say, um, just because on something that you're saying, but with Lexi, I find it kind of a it's intriguing the fact that obviously when Annabelle got injured, I kind of felt at the time, and I think we talked about it, that this was going to be Shauna's opportunity to stake a claim for a place, don't, or push, really push one. I mean, don't get me wrong, you always knew when Annabelle's fit, she's, you know, you, you didn't bench Wilf, did you? Do you know When Wilf was fit, Wilf played. And Annabelle's the same. Um, so you knew when she was back, she was going to play. But I kind of felt like, you know, the, the three positions, um, I felt like, you know, I thought it was going to be Shauna's time to, to really state their claim as that next player there. And and it's ended up being Lexi who's done it. Um, she, Lexi's the one who's come out of this period as the player who, you know, you, I'm thinking, well, with, with Annabelle fit now, how how can you drop Lexi? I don't think you can. But then who, who do you drop? Because for me, you can't drop Sinead. Um, so it'd have to, for me, it'd be Chloe. But then I don't know whether Lexi can p- quite plays in the hole. I just don't know. But so she, she's she's the one who's come through this period, I think, really posing those questions. Um, but also, I just want to say that, you know, what relieved me was to see Annabelle back. You could see the moment she came on, and I know, again, I know we're playing, you know, a team from a tier below, but the moment she came on, it reminded me exactly what we have missed the last few games. Obviously, I know she played in the Charlton game. Um, but in general, her, that those magic feet, I mean, I think all Chatham did was try Fowler when she came on. They couldn't, they, they, it's like they very quickly realised that they, they weren't getting anywhere near her, especially with tiring legs. And they, they just tried to Fowler. Um, you know, she's ended up with a goal and assist in, in, an half, in a half hour spell. Um, so huge to have her back. Um, which has heavily influenced my my prediction for Sunday, as we'll find out <laughs> later on. Um, so that, that was great to see. Um, but also, yeah, just well. what I've seen, just got to commend Husey as well, because this is, you know, she it's her second season at the club. She's still only young. She's had to buy her time sitting on the bench for Wales, which this season's just been madness that she's had to do that. Um, but, you know, last season, 
because we we don't Palace on the whole. We, you know, we play four. We play a solo striker, men's and women's, and we we isolate them. We make it. it it's hard to score goals as a, as a central striker in a Palace shirt because you get isolated a hell of a lot. You don't get much created for you. You have to snatch at the odd chance. And, you know, last season, that's what she went through. She got the hat-trick of Blackburn and only scored in four other games. And one of those was the last game of the season to to grab the golden boot uh, for herself, which was tied with Annabelle going into it. She got seven goals. She's on 16 already this season. She scored in every competition. She's the only player for us to have scored in all three competitions. She's scored in all three cup games so far. She's got a couple of hat-tricks. She scored for Wales the other day. It's just phenomenal. And it's just, we've got more creativity around now, not just with Annabelle behind, but with, with the wing players, with Moles and then the Raya and, you know, Sinead. That, but she's she's doing exactly what you want a striker to do, which is just she's getting into those positions in the box and finishing the damn thing, you know, and... It's it's just, it's just been fun, absolutely fantastic to see, um, and it's mad that you know Annabelle's on eight goals this season, and every other season bar Bianca's fourteen goal season, eight goals would have got Annabelle a golden boot, and she's already on yeah. that, and we're in December, so she's probably going to get a lot more, and she's still and she's nowhere near a Husey, it's huge. You know, it's really, really big. And, and that's the thing. We've This season, we, we, we can see goals, but we score goals. You know, and so if you want to beat us, you've got to get two, three, four goals to beat us because we're scoring. You know, so that is that is really big. So I just wanted to point out a few of those, um, those kind of uh, keep... Key bits I put I took out of on the weekend, and I'll, I'll stop waffling for a second. I'll give you some time. Yeah, no, they're good, really good. They're really good points. I mean, on Shauna, I mean, I think yeah, you're right. I mean, I think that was a great opportunity, and she was exceptional against Watford in the league game away, where she scored that goal of the month. Um, and she was playing against um like a great player in Coral Haynes, as we know, um from that from her time with us, and she she ran that midfield brilliantly. And she's been a little bit unlucky because she's she first of all um, she was unwell and she missed a couple of days training and then didn't start at Sellers because of that. So Lexi came in and that was the opportunity Lexi had really when she came in for that game at Sellers. Um, and then of course she went on international duty and she picked up an injury. So Sean has been a little bit unlucky because that one game when she did play the full game and looked really fit, um, she played really well. I don't think she played as well in the Conti Cup afterwards, um, but then no one did in that game. I mean, it was a bit of a it was a three nil win against Watford, but it, we didn't we didn't it, the scoreline didn't really tell the story of the game because I thought we were pretty poor as a team actually, and that wasn't one player or, 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 or you know it was, that was that, that was collectively. So, um, but I do think that. Um, I do think that Sean has got a big part to play, and um, we've seen we've seen enough of her um, to know that she could break into that team at some point. Um, as, as as things stand at the moment, you're right. Annabelle's undroppable, of course, um, and um, Sinead's up there potentially for player of the season as well. So you, those two have to start really based on their performances. And Le- Lexi, at this moment in time, has taken that opportunity with Shauna being out of the team. So. 
um, it's for Shauna to show in training now, isn't it, that she's worth another go. And um, and if she comes on for the last 20 minutes of a game, she has to really push on and, and show what she can do. So it's great competition. That's what you need. That's what that's what we should be having in every position, um, putting pressure on the player in, in the team, knowing that if they don't perform, their place will be taken. And that's, that's really healthy. Um, so it's a really good thing. Um, on the atmosphere, absolutely right. It was really great. It was great having the people in the seats joining in with us. Um, one day we might, you never know, be able to sing main stand, main stand, give us a song. <laughs> I'm not sure we'll get much back, but you never know. If uh, if we as we start growing that attendance at Sun, maybe that'll be that'll be the dream, won't it? Main stand, main stand, give us a song, and they all start singing back Eagles or something. <laughs> that'll, that'll be quite good. Um, and then yeah, you're right about the goals as well. You know, Hughes is just so amazing this season that you almost feel sorry for the players that are getting the score that are scoring eight or six or five goals because. You know, as you say, they'd be fighting out for, they'd be fighting out for um goal, you know, the top goal scorer, golden boot, and you know, it's gonna be very well. You can't see at this moment in time anyone getting close to Hughesy the way she's playing, and or even getting to that sixteen goals. I mean, it's absolutely incredible what she's done. I mean, she is actually on course here to get twenty five goals in a short season of family games. More than that, yeah. Even even more, um, in a short season of 22 games, she could be hitting more than a goal a game. And, you know, it's just incredible. Um, really well, what, incredible. What I think is crazy as well is, and this is what well, has been a breath of fresh air, is, you know, you've got Hughesy on 16 goals, you've got Annabelle on eight goals. But I could uh, stand in now and wholeheartedly make the argument as to why neither of them would be player of the season and, why it'd be, and that it would be Sinead. Because, yeah. And that that is that just shows the work that's being done around the pitch, um, yeah. you know. Because a successful striker, you, you you've got to have that, that 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 teamwork around you as well. And you know, yeah. we're, we're 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 really lucky. We we know full well, don't we? We we've seen it before, haven't we? But, like, but yeah, that flight that first half of the season, she was absolutely flying, and then she barely scored the second half of the season. We know that can happen. It can happen with strikers. You know, it's the nature of the base, isn't it, with football and stuff. But I just think it's incredible that, as I say, the easy choice would be, well, Hughes's got 16 goals player of the season, but not normally how we look at things when we do our, when we do the Eagle Eye View one. And as I say, you know, it's I, I like looking at those other roles. That's why I say again on, on from Sunday, Hughes got a hat-trick, but Lexi was phenomenal and was, for me, the outstanding player. And, you know, we've seen it in other games where, it's been, where, it's, where Amy's been outstanding. And so that's what's, that's what's that's what's great, isn't it? Is it's we we're getting it from different all aspects around the pitch, and, and as yeah. I said before, there's some really young players in there who are, you know, playing second tier second tier football, seventeen years old, and what an opportunity! What, yeah, an opportunity, and that, that they're taking as well. Yeah, you know, yeah. and and there's, there's games where it's been hard, where it's not worked, where and then you've got to learn from. Then there's games where it, it's you know we it's been superb, and it's just I mean we've been. We're, we're we're killers at the the VBS, aren't we? You know, yeah. We've been, yeah. To to use Roy's words, we've been spoiled, haven't we? But I mean, I think well, uh, I, mean, we, uh, we I had to throw been, that one in. Yeah. On the women's side, <laughs> we have been spoiled this season. We, we have yeah. so many goals. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. and the thing is, we're our, our, we must be one of the most. We must have. If, I don't get. I don't know. We do these stats, but if, there'd be a stat somewhere for like for shot accuracy. 
and like for you know for goal to shot ratio, I said we must be the the best in the league by country mile because we scored so many goals. Yeah. When you look at a lot of our games, the Durham absolute demolition, the dirty Durham. I start to remember every now and then that nine one beauty. Yeah, we, we, yeah. I think we only, I think we had we scored like from all nine shots on target. If I remember rightly, it was like or we had ten shots on target and scored from nine of them. I think London City was the same. Um, I think in a lot of our games, you know, we, we, when we've high scored, we've scored with virtually every shot on target we've had. So yeah, we've been is, really clinical, that's yeah. lethal accuracy. And, and as I say, we've we've missed some cities as well, you know, where we could have had even more goals. Um, yeah, it's just crazy, yeah. absolutely, absolutely fantastic. You know, I mean, who doesn't who doesn't love celebrating a goal? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, we've been we've been clinical in front of goal. Um, and I think there's more to come of that as well, because I think as the season goes on, I think Araya, I mean, she scored three already. I think she's going to come into her own even more. She's got that pace to get away. And that chance that she had at the, at the weekend, you know, if she took, she, I think she could have taken it further towards the keeper. And she just sort of, she shot early. I don't know if she was fully aware of how close anyone was to her. I'm not sure. But if she'd taken it a couple of, you know, she could have gone, she'd gone closer to the goal and then side it past the keeper. A little bit like um, Kira's goal, really. And she she sort of took it a bit early, which meant that she was further away and didn't really get the power and it was straight at the keeper. But I think... too much. I think sometimes you have too much time to think about it, don't you? I think that could be the I case as when, well, when, yeah. Because that goal when, at, when you look Birmingham, at Yeah, yeah. Instinct. Touch, slotted it in the corner. When you look at the goal at Charlton, touch, drilled it in from, you know, near the halfway line. And um, then their other finish was uh, against Lewis. Again, it was put through, touch, finish. It's When, when she hits her groove, she tears defences apart, you know. And it's, it's, I think that's the difference. And again, it's, that it's you know, she's only 17 years old. She's still learning her craft. It's um, From what I'm aware of, this is really, you know, her first senior appearances at this kind of level. Yeah. Um, so she's still learning, and, and and that's what I think. Sometimes and it happens to a lot of players, isn't it? It's when you when you've got time to think about it, you make you make that that wrong decision sometimes because you think oh, I've got too many options. And um, whereas when it's just the instinct of right touch finish it, she's got a goal every yeah. single time. Yeah, I think the other thing, Mike, as well that really impressed that impressed me. If you look at like our player of the matches, I mean, everyone's obviously had a great season. And it's, so it's not fair just to pick certain players out because everyone deserves that praise. But if you were to look at individual games and you think, right, who, is the, who, is the, who made the difference in that game? Who stood out? It's actually main, it's usually a different player. So away at Birmingham, Amy was just incredible. I mean, not only did she score that goal from the corner, but she was just absolutely incredible defensively. She read the game. You know, it was, it was a, I, I still think that's the best individual performance I've seen from a Palace women player since I've been watching that game at Birmingham, she was exceptional. And then the game at Tellers against Southampton, I thought Araya was just exceptional there. Uh, second half, Lexi had a really good second half, but I think Araya was terrorising them. They're just kicking all over the place. Well, they, 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 the, they fouled her out of the game, didn't they? They fouled her out of the game, yeah. And then there's other games where, obviously, Hughes has been outstanding and Annabelle's ran the game. And and then there's a game recently where Sinead was like far and away the best player on the pitch. So the fact that we, you know, we come away thinking, oh, that player was brilliant. And it's always someone different. It just goes to show the quality we've got across the whole squad, really. And probably for the first time that we've got that quality in numbers, because we've always had really good players. 
but when we've had to make changes and substitutions we've all the quality's dropped a little bit in the past i don't think that's the case now i think we've got a really strong overall squad um uh which is the first time i know we i know we brought in 15 players last season the beginning of last season and so but i think that was mixed i think we had quite a few players injured out of those 15 some of them settled really quickly some didn't I think this is the first time where we can honestly say the whole squad is capable of just covering and you wouldn't really notice. I mean, you've got the exceptional players like Annabelle and her days un- unstoppable, but, you know, you've got players, even, I mean, do miss Annabelle, of course, but generally any player who's injured, we've got, we've got quality to come in and, and replace them. So that's why we've been so well, consistent. I mean, we've we've, we've only had is their only striker all season. <laughs> that's the only, yeah. That's the issue, isn't it? If I mean, good heaven forbid, if Hughesy got injured, I don't know what we'd do, but because we haven't really got another player like her. But I think everywhere else we've got cover because Leah can play left or right back. You know, we've got cover in in, in every other position, and at, at, you know, at, at Fields can go back into defence if need be, if we need to cover there. So, um, and obviously Kirsten's played in the middle at the back as well. So we've got cover everywhere. I think apart from that, if we can get another striker in, just just in case, you know, we we get we we're really going for it. We just um, we don't want to lose out on promotion because of a key injury to Husey because that's the one position we haven't really got a like for like. I don't think Molly can go in there. I think, but. I don't think Molly's. I think Molly's been exceptional on the left. So, but I, I just think that you know that's the one position if we needed to strengthen, that would be the one really. But we've got a, a, you know the quality across the whole squad. It's great to see the young players as well. You know, I mean, obviously some of these players are going to go back to their parent clubs, but we've got to know them and see them play. We've been fortunate. We can now follow their careers. You know, these young players, they could be playing for England in the future. And it'll be great to know that they played for us once. And maybe in the future, when we're in the WSL, they'll come back and they might play for us again. You never know. But, you know, those are the sorts of things that, you know, we we, we would have helped these players on their journey. And I think that's that's important as well. Um, that's the sort of club I want us to be. You know, just not it's not just about playing on a Saturday and then getting the results or whatever. It's about, you know, what we actually give to everyone who comes our way and how we can help them. They're part of our family, really, and I think that's really important. So it's great. It's just been amazing. And we've got one game left, which is Reading, <laughs> which is... Uh, so we played them on the first day of the season, Mike, do you remember? And... It was all sort of happened at the end of that game. It was a, it was a, it was a really weird. It was really hot, I think, wasn't it? Do you remember that first game of the season? It was like um, they were decent, weren't they, Reading, for a team that's just come down and lost quite a few players? I, I do. Uh, although I was, on, I went, I was on my way to Wembley to watch AW oh, cool. at the time. But you watched before... it. You watched the whole game after, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, I was watching bits of the train on the way up there. But before, just before we talk about Reading, um, just, just, just a couple of things I just wanted to mention quickly. Um, for everyone who's listening, one of those is if you haven't seen it yet, um, Phil and I we are running uh, the raffle. Uh, we are we've got a the Palace women's shirt signed by the squad, um, and two tickets for the to be arranged to be rearranged game against Sheffield United uh, up for grabs from the raffle. It's being run by GoFundMe, but don't tell them that I'm doing it as a raffle. <laughs> um, but uh, all proceeds, it's, it's £5 gets you five entries into the raffle, or you can just donate if you don't want to be part of the raffle itself. Um, but all proceeds go to the Maddie Cusack Foundation. Um, so I, I'd set the target at an optimistic 300. 
I mean, we're on 170 pounds as it stands. Um, it will keep running until we know when that game's rearranged for, and then we can do a cut-off date. We'll keep it keep it going. Um, but um, yeah, please, if you've if you've not, and obviously it's Christmas at the moment, we'll be running this into the new year. Um, it is pinned uh, on my on the eagle my my eagle eagle view Twitter. If you go on my profile, it's, there's a tweet pinned at the top with a link to that. Um, as I say, whether you want to, if you want to enter the raffle, um, then please just message me to say that you've entered, and I give you your numbers. Um, but as I say, for those if you're not a Palace fan and you don't want to be in the raffle, but you still want to donate to a great cause, then um, please by all means do it. Any 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 little bit's welcome. Um, so say yeah, all proceeds go to the Medicusac Foundation. Uh, so please, please, anything you can do to help us with that, we'll present the shirt. Um, hopefully at the Sheffield United game. Um, I can see Stephen's uh, in here at the moment. Hopefully uh, Stephen can get a nice little photo for us. Let's get a present to the shirt to the winner who will hope, who should be there by the tickets won through the raffle as well. Um, so yes, please do that. Um, and just for anyone else uh, who isn't aware, the, obviously on Sunday we wore um, the, the shirt that's been, the fourth shirt that's been made purely for the Palace for Life Foundation. Um, there's only like a thousand win on sale. They've already sold out uh, with all proceeds going to the Palace for Life Foundation. And uh, our team that we wore it against Chatham on Sunday uh, looked great to get live, actually. Um, and those shirts are being, the match-worn shirts are being auctioned off on uh, matchworn.com. Um, so, uh, I mean, Lexi's is up to, I've got up to about 300 now, I think. Um, but yeah, they are all on there. So please, if you're interested in bidding on, uh, a shirt, a match-worn shirt from the game on Sunday with the proceeds going to the Palace of Life Foundation, then head over to matchworn.com and place your bid. But whatever you do, don't bid on Annabelle's because I have, and I can't afford to go any higher. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, just gonna, I'm just gonna go and beat your bid now on that one cheers cheers thanks yeah well i'd originally been only only the starting lineup shirts were on there originally so i've been on sinead's because you know nothing compares and um and then i got beaten to that but then they, they put annabelle's on so I'm, I'm leading on that currently but it annoys me they they have like fixed and betting uh, not betting so fixed bidding amounts so you can't like if someone's bid 90 quid you can't bid 95 quid You've got to jump up to 114. I don't really agree with that myself, <laughs> but but so uh, so yeah. So please, you know, all the proceeds get behind it. Just don't bid on Annabelle's, um, and we'll, be, we'll all be friends. Um, yeah. But if you're going to spend some money, ideally, the, our our, uh, our raffle for the Medicusac Foundation, um, and just for, just for the, the the clarity of it all. If, if anyone looks, because you can see who has put in. Uh, Phil and I have both put in. To the uh, to the um, the money for it, I'll be I'll be topping one up. I'd to get it started, um, but we are not in the raffle. So if anyone looks at it and thinks, "Oh, we might win our own raffle," no, no, we don't do that. <laughs> don't do it that way. Um, so we are we are we have we have purely donated. Um, so yes, as I say, that's that's pinned at the top of my uh, my eagle eye view profile. Um, right. So with that said, I just wanted to quickly mention. <laughs> As you dragged us onto Reading already, but um, obviously by winning the tie, we got the the new the new prize money uh, for this season. So we got thirty five thousand for winning that. I don't know 
what comes out of that for the costings for putting on the game, etc. But uh, compared to last season, which was 12,000, uh, a much improved amount. Obviously, it could always still keep getting better, but um, a, a much improved amount compared to last season. And, and we're now into the fourth round where the winner gets 54,000. So, um, and we've got another home tie. So we're back at home at the VBS um, in an all championship tie this time against Blackburn, which will be a tie that both teams will look at as an opportunity to progress to the fifth round. Um, but Blackburn, although they'll have some players back, they're not going to look forward to coming to the VBS because, I mean, we beat them 4-0 at Ewell Park. So, uh, you know, we, we, are, we are a goal machine uh, at the Gander Green. <laughs> well, that rhymed. Look at that goal machine at the Gander Green. It rhymed. It's just waxing lyric all the day. Uh, <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, we've got that to look forward to. Uh, tickets aren't on sale yet, but they will be. Um, uh, what what is on sale is we'll be back at Selhurst for Watford, uh, which is inter- which is International Women's Football Day, if I remember rightly. Um, so that they are on sale now. So if you're looking to get back to a game, um, please come join us at the VBS first of all, because there's several home games before that game, but that is on sale now for Watford um, at, at Selhurst Park. So right, I've done all that. That's all said. Um, Reading. So you were going, you were talking about, set, you were setting the scene film of a, of a warm, sticky afternoon, yeah. opening game, <laughs> yeah. opening day of the season. Um, the, the Royals in town and uh, we go and draw one all. So over to you. Well, I remember that game quite well. And and obviously, is it the first game of the season, first time first time they're playing at Sutton. So it's a really exciting exciting day for everybody. Um, and the quality the quality of the game is exceptional. I, I just remember um, I was impressed with Reading. I mean, they've had a lot of changes. I mean, obviously, their assistant manager had joined us as well. So they not only had changes, and their and their manager left from she'd been there a long time. So they had a lot of changes, not only with their team and players having been relegated, but um, backroom staff and coaching staff. So it was I was impressed with them because you know coming down to that division and then um, with all those changes having taken place, they looked like a really well organised team, and I was really, I was quite impressed. With good players, you know, and. Um, you, you you know you but we played well as well and you wouldn't have known which team was in the super league the previous year you wouldn't have known from the game it was pretty even-ish i think we probably shaded it most of the game i think we shaded it um and it was actually well i don't think we deserved to go one nil down at, you know in the 90th minute or 89th minute or whenever it was we i think we were unfortunate i think there was a corner or a cross that came in and we just didn't get we didn't we didn't clear it i think it might have i don't know if um Natalia was impeded, but anyway, it ended up in the back of the net, and um, we were all thinking, <laughs> you know, we don't deserve to lose this. We, you know, we, at the very least, we deserve a draw, if not, if not the three points. And then, obviously, we go down the other end and then score to, to equalise, and it was just like incredible because I think it was the ninety-sixth or seventh minute, it was, you know, and it's one of those games where you get like nine minutes because oh, since the world, since the um, well, it was the Women's World Cup and the and the Men's World Cup. Um, there's been all this added time, haven't they? And the FA's taken that on board now. So we get all these, every stoppage is added on. So now you get nine or ten minutes added on, uh, which you never used to get. It used to be four or five, didn't it? So um, 
it almost gives, it, you know, gives you a bit of a lift when the ball goes up, you know, and you think, oh, my God, look, we've got nine minutes. <laughs> it's like a lifetime compared to what it used to be. So um, it was just like, and we really deserved that point. It was a good game. I think a, you could argue a draw was a fair result. Had some, I was impressed with a couple of their players. One of their central defenders looked really good. And I think, um, um, I think the least we deserved was a draw. But since then... Um, all that, that our new players, and obviously we've got we had changes as well, didn't we, in the summer? And we've just we've just moved in the right direction. And I think I think Reading have just stagnated a little bit, um, and they've not obviously not done anywhere near as well as us. Um, and I think we've sort of moved on, and we've got stronger and stronger as the season's gone on, as ideas have been sort of coming into you know, and all the coaching and everything. So I think um, it's going to be a very different game. Uh, because of that, I think the teams are in a different place to, to, to how they were at the beginning. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be a really, I think they're a good team, you know, and I think they play good football as well. So I think it'll be a really interesting game on Sunday. Um, but I just think with the way that we're playing at the moment, with our goals especially, and the forward players we've got, um, as long as we haven't got any more key injuries, and I don't know if Kira's going to be back, but as long as we haven't got any more key injuries, I think we'll, you know, going forward, we've just got too much. So I think as long as we keep things tight and we defend well, I think I think the game's there for us to win, really, because I think we're always going to score goals with the players we've got. So yeah, um, so that do you want my prediction now, or do you want to talk about the game first, Mike? No, I'll have a I'll have a little speak first um, <laughs> okay. before we get down to the nitty gritty. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, you know we, we we've always said, haven't we? Because it's like the, the rule, the, the team that comes down from the WSL never goes straight back up. Every team so far has come down and it's taken a season to adjust to life in the championship. And this league is getting harder and harder and more competitive every year. We've said that this is, this, this is the best it's ever been for, for competition purposes. Because um, there's so many teams pushing up there. Um, you know, so it's always going to be hard. And I think the difference was, you know, when, when Bristol City came down, I mean, they had to completely rebuild. We, we beat them 4-3 that opening day, didn't we? I mean, we should have. It was 4-1, and, and Chloe gifted them two goals to make it a close game. But it was, you know, that they were rebuilding a new team. Um, but they were in a position where they were building a team to to bounce back again, you know. And, and obviously Liverpool did the same thing. They came down, they kept a fair amount of the players, and they were looking to... Um, get themselves back up again. But for Reading, we know that that club's in a lot of difficulty. Um, and so they've come down and then they've gone part-time. There's the hybrid model, I can't remember. But they, they lost a lot of players. They've gone part-time as well. So they've they've taken more than one step backwards. Um, but so I remember think we, we said at the start that they may really struggle this season. When, when we were talking about teams that could go down, we were actually mentioning them in that bracket because that was different. Say they, they've, they've, whilst most other teams this summer have gone full time, um, they've done the opposite step. Um, so, you know, it was, you know, but I felt that that, that opening game, they were that they had some good chances in that game. Um, they probably had the more clear cut chances, if I remember rightly. I think we had more of the play, um, but they probably create. I think they hit the woodwork once or twice. Um, and I, I remember seeing that game, and then a couple of games afterwards, and thinking actually maybe we were, we were well off. 
um, you know, with, with our, our thoughts on it. But I think as as things have gone on, um, I think they've been getting draws, haven't they? But you know, they have found life difficult, and as you say, they are down there and um, would have been okay because Watford and, and Lewis were so adrift, but. Lewis's recent win it's just closed that gap down a little bit. Um, so, you know, it's they have found life tough. And I think the thing with us is, as you say, you know, 15 players in last season. Um, I don't know what the total number is this season. But the, last, last season, we, we've always had, haven't we? We always had high turnover where loads of players have left and then we've had to sign loads of players to rebuild the team every season. We've, but we've kind of kept a core maybe of six or seven players. But we've made a lot of changes. And, and I kind of think last season, when you actually break it down and look at who we brought in and positions-wise and stuff, it was we, we signed players because we, we needed them. And we signed players because, you know, we could get this international, we could get that international, but didn't necessarily get what we needed and what was going to improve us. Um, some players, yes, but, but not all players. So it... It struggled at times during the season, um, but you, you know you look at it this summer, and the reality is, is you look at our starting eleven, and obviously we're you know from an out, outfield perspective, it's mostly the same team. You know we've only really changed um, in terms of who's available anyway. Um, you know Araya on on the wing and Sinead in midfield. Um, everyone else was there last season. And obviously, there's the goalkeeping situation and um, the change that's ended up having to come about there. Um, but on the whole, we you know we've kept the same group of players, and then we've just oh, oh sorry, Haley Nolan. I forget Haley. We've got Haley in, in, in central defence. So we had three three outfield changes, but they're players who've come in and improved what they were coming in to. You know, and I and and when you when you lose a player like Coral and what she's what the key player that she's been for us for several seasons, and we were thinking, oh my god, you know, and then you bring in Sinead, who's been absolutely phenomenal, you know, and then Haley's come in and she's been exactly the centre back that we've been desperate to sign for years when we've not signed centre backs, and um, you know, so and then on top of that, we obviously we've then done the other business that's enhanced our bench because we've had no bench for seasons, and even this season because of injuries, we've struggled bench wise probably, but. Um, I don't know. I kind of feel like we're far more stable this season, and it's more. It's been more methodical, more what the likes of Bristol City and that have done, um, which is why I feel like this January. You know, if there was the opportunity to get a, a body or two in, because purely because we, we have carried a lot of players who are long term injuries and fitness levels wise and stuff, then I think you know if the right players there, then it'd be good if we could do it because that's what Bristol City did last season when they. In like Grace Clinton, um, Liverpool did it the season before. You know, one of uh, I think they walked Katie, Katie Stengel in, didn't they? And it's just that those because the others around us, you know, Birmingham can't stop signing players, so you know they will. Charlton, I reckon, will. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I just think sometimes you just need that extra bit, but kind of got off a tangent here, but but yeah, so I think that's probably where we're where we're at difference wise with with Reading this season and um, and the difficulties that they, they've they've had so. It's going to be a tough game um, because, I say, I don't think, from memory, I can't really remember all the results, but I don't think they're not like getting hammered by people. Um, they're a tough team. It's just, um, 
they're, they're finding life difficult to to kind of kick on. And it's a big game for both teams because for them, as I say, you know, obviously Lewis aren't playing now this weekend. Their game's postponed. Um, but they'll be aware that that gap has closed down a little bit and won't want it to the opportunity to, for Lewis to have the games in hand and it, that gap still be the same. You know, they'll be desperate to try and um, put a bit more distance between them and the bottom two. Um, and obviously for us, it's, when you're pushing for, you know, we, we are ahead, as I said before, we we're ahead of where it's expected to be this season. Um, at the start of the season, this, this wasn't uh, a promotion campaign, um, but it's become one. And that is where we're at. Um, you know, and it is relentless up there. You, it, you, it's, it's, you know, you can't really afford to drop the points, which is ironic because Southampton have lost like four games this season and are still in the top three. It's just mad. But, um, you know, it, you can't afford to keep dropping the points because like, Charlton keep found that rhythm now and Birmingham have found, you know, they've got going and, um, and it's big, big for us. Off the back of the Southampton loss where, you know, we could have, Spent the last month top of the table. We ended up spending it fourth and joint points with fifth. Um, it's a big, big game for us. Um, you know, let's go in. You know, to to go into the into this winter break, um, try and get go into it off the back of a win and see where that puts us in the table going over the Christmas period. Um, so it's gonna be a tough, tough game. Both teams, you know, have got something to fight for, something to really push for, and. Um, but we saw on the weekend, obviously, you know, we don't know the, the, the status for Kira now. Um, but we've got some players back again and, and some real competition. And and as I say, and, and a bench that can hopefully help change the game if it's needed. Yeah, I've just been looking at Reading's home results and they, they, they're they struggling to score at home at the moment. So if you look at their I last... I know. Like, I, know. I, I was thinking. Of, I, think, I know. I think. <laughs> my God, should I mention it on? No, I'm not superstitious, just these. I don't care. But the facts are the facts, you know. And so, if you look at their last um, few home games in the league, they drew. As goal is draw against Watford at home. They lost one nil at home to Southampton. Oh, that's in the League Cup. Sorry. So in the league, they lost three one at home to Sheffield United, um, and then they beat Lewis one nil at home. They lost 4-1 at home to Southampton and then they drew uh, their first home game was a goalless draw with Charlton. So they've not scored that many goals at home. And um, But they're a decent team. They're drawing in the... I know, I know there's probably team changes, but they're drawing away at Bristol City at the moment, 1-1. So, I mean, in the Conti Cup. So they've obviously, they've got something. They're, I think they're well organised. They've got some good players. We are going to have to play well to beat them. There's no doubt about that. If we don't, if we have an off day, it'll be hard. So, um, yeah, but, but, you know, you look at their results and really we should be going there full of confidence. You know, be a, you'd think that if we can score two goals or three goals like we have been, that should be enough because they don't score that many. So, um, I mean, the surprising result possibly was the 3-1 defeat at home to Sheffield United in October. Um, that, that would be a shock to them. I don't think they'd be expecting to lose 3-1 at home to Sheffield United, but they did. So, um, but yeah, and then a goal is draw with Watford as well. So uh, that was that would be a home game they'd be expecting to win as well. So I think we should be able to go there with lots of confidence, really. But um, we've just got to perform, we, like we have been, and we should be okay. 
we've just got that threat going forward that I don't think any other club can match in that division. You can just tell by the goals scored, Colin, can't you? We've scored so many. Um, so, um, I mean, on paper, Birmingham just looks such a strong squad, but they had a really terrible start to the season. So they've got, they're have got they still catching up almost. I mean, they're almost caught up, but they, they've had a great run. But they could have another bad spell. You never know. I mean, they just... Um, they just look so strong on paper, but they just they haven't really got going until very late in this season, really. So um, it'll be interesting to see. So my my prediction for Sunday is a three-one win. Um, I think we'll just be too strong for them with our with our goal threat. Um, and so I'm going. My goal scores are going to be well, obviously Husey. <laughs> It's just a goal machine. So I'm going for Husey, Annabelle, because she's back and she's a goal scorer and she she's just twinkle toes. Um, so Annabelle, Husey and Araya I'm going for as the goal scorers. Right. So for me, midfield is key. It has been for us all season. When we dictate the midfield, we overrun teams. Uh, it's been when teams have kind of studied us, matched us up and, and nullified us in midfield. Normally where they, they change and put about five players in there. Um, that's when we found life difficult. Um, our midfield, midfield battle is key. But I, I've also gone 3-1. Um, I think, as I say, having Annabelle back, because we have, you know, we have, we, we have, you know, we've got to be honest, since, since the Blackburn game, you know, we performance-wise, when you look at the, the performances before, up until that point, sorry, and then since then, actual just performance, not the score lines, we, we haven't been at the level that we were. You know, that, that, is, that is just, you know, it's, it's there. It's obviously, you can see it. Um, but, you know, there's been like, you know, we had the first half against London City was, we were really poor. Second half, we were sublime. You know, we, we, we had spells against Lewis at home where we really struggled and we, we could have been two down. And then we had others, uh, other spells where we absolutely dominated them. Um, you know, it was... That's just how it's been, isn't it? But um, I, I think with Annabelle being back, I think that, that gives us that extra something in midfield. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think 3-1. And, and similar scorers to you, except for I've gone Annabelle, Araya and Sinead. Um, I kind of feel like Shusey has a spell of goals and then she'll have a game or so where she doesn't score. So I think she's probably due that one. So uh, She's going to prove you wrong now. You do realise that. I hope that. she bloody does. I hope she proves <laughs> me wrong eight times. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'd be, I'd, I'd, I would gladly be proven wrong repeatedly for 90 minutes. Crack on. <laughs> <laughs> Get the 30 goals in one game. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Prove, please prove me wrong. Um <laughs> Yeah, 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 it's uh, no, I, I, I think 3 1 as well. So, uh, all aboard the 1 0 Reading win. So... <laughs> <laughs> the big weekend, Mike, actually, because the other teams at the top are most of them are playing away, like we are. Um, the only exception is Sunderland, but they're playing at home to Birmingham. So, yeah, it's a big game. those two teams are playing each other, and then all the other teams are away, not easy games as well. Um, so I think it will be quite an important weekend results-wise to see what happens because I don't think I can't. Well, obviously Sunderland and Birmingham both can't win because they're playing each other. But I don't. I don't see the three other teams that are playing away. I don't see them all picking up three points. So I think it will be quite an important weekend going into the break because I think they're 
there'd be teams that don't pick up all the points. I just hope we do. I think we I think we will, but I really hope we do as well. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Um as I say, but every weekend at the moment, isn't it? It's it can chop and change. Um it's as I say, you know, you just you just can't afford to drop any points, can you? Um Right, with that said, I'm mindful of the time. Um so is there anything else you'd like to add, Phil? No, no, that's uh, been a great chat again. Thanks, Mike, for organising. Always a pleasure. Uh, obviously, they will. Uh, I don't know what we'll do about next week yet because I work. There will be around my uh, my shift times uh, to do a red. It'll be a reading review. Probably be a, a mixture of reviewing the reading game and then probably um, our season up to that point because um, it won't be a game to preview. So. Um, We'll do that. Uh, the aim is still over the Christmas period to do uh, the um, round table, championship round table with some fans from Southampton, our friends from Southampton, Sunderland, uh, perhaps a couple of others. Uh, so we'll see if we can try and get that arranged. So keep a, an ear out for that to kind of look at the season so far from all the different perspectives of the clubs. Um, and I need to see if I can wrangle the Coral coming on after she said she would. So <laughs> I have to hold That'd it to that if I can sort that out. Or oh, wouldn't that be a great uh, interview? I'm you, I'm you for talking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll just be so, telling. I'll just be. I, I, I probably remember all of Coral's goals, and I could probably talk her through them. She'll be. She'll be oh thinking. Lord, Phil, what are you talking to get, about? We're trying to encourage her I'm, on, Phil. Not put her. Not make her put, take out a restraining order. Oh, uh, she's my yeah. favourite all-time player. I mean, God, they picked her on here. Because, she knows. I know. Told I, well, I've told her about a thousand times. Yeah, you told her in a dark, shadowy car bar. That was a problem. The, uh, <laughs> right, Sounds so, a bit so, so um, hopefully, yeah, there'll be obviously a few bits to, to go on. Obviously, we'll enjoy Christmas as well. We're about to hit our two year anniversary as well. 29th of December, I think, is our two year anniversary of the podcast. Um, so break out the champagne for that, everybody. Uh, right, <laughs> and so just finally, then, and I always say finally, my missus says, I say finally about six times and then go say something else, but this is finally. Uh, just a reminder, I know I said it earlier, but please, as I say, the raffle, uh, if you want a, if you want a chance to win a um, signed Palace shirt, signed by the entire women's squad, uh, and two tickets to the rearranged fixture against Sheffield United, date to be confirmed, then please, uh, say there's a, a link, a uh, save tweet uh, on my profile, go on the link there, um, it's on the GoFundMe, make a donation, £5 gets you five tickets. Um, you can do more, you can do less, it's up to you. Uh, or you can donate if you don't, without even wanting to be in the raffle, if you don't want to. But if you do want to be in the raffle and you do donate, please just message me just on DM or whatever. Um, and I can then let you know your, your ticket numbers uh, and if you win or not. And the key important thing is that all proceeds go to the Maddie Cusack Foundation. So, um, and we the aim will be to present the shirt to the winner at the Sheffield United game. So, if you haven't done so already, please, 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 a great cause. Um, football coming, doing our part for football coming together to, you know, you, you know, rivals on the pitch, but, you know, United off of it for the right reasons. So, uh, please do go and have a look. So, thank you very much. Uh, thanks as always, Phil. Cheers, Mike. Thanks to everyone who's listening, but if you're listening live tonight, uh, if you're listening on the replay here on Twitter, if you're listening on Spotify, as always, we are free to subscribe to. 
on Spotify. Uh, thanks very much. I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope it's been insightful for you. Hope you've donated. Uh, hope you haven't um, bid on Annabelle's shirt. And uh, if you, uh, well, I would say have a great Christmas, but hopefully we'll have one more pod before Santa arrives. So um, thank you very much. Cheers, Phil. Cheers, mate. Bye. Come on, you palace.